Take a Crit is naughty, nasty, and not for kids. A full list of content warnings can be found in the episode description. Wasting away in Jimmy stuff in surf and turf. Slurping down my second bucket of gravy. Jalapeno poppers are technically food, but I don't recommend eating that shit. Home for the hollow days. It's time to take a crit. Welcome to Take a Crit, Real Play, 5th Edition Dungeons and Dragons Podcast, the passion project of five childhood pals who've been playing this game for countless hours over the past two decades. I'm Joey Swanson, I play Garrett Sunderwood, but more on him later. So much more. We start out each of these episodes. We start out each of these episodes with more on Garrett Sunderwood. <laughs> we start out each of these episodes with a question from our Dungeon Master. Leo, here, here's a mic. You can have it. <laughs> I've got my own, Joey. Thanks. <laughs> Are you sure this one's... I mean, it's only a little bit wet. <laughs> it's pretty wet. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Leo Martin. I'll be your Dungeon Master and Question Asker. And today's question is, what's your go-to party trick? First up, he's fucked in the head now that he knows his mom is dead. It's Garrett Sunderwood. God damn. Hey, yeah, fuck. Yeah, that was a heavy end of the episode. Yeah, one of Garrett's two mothers, uh, Carrie Sunderwood, is deceased. So, uh, yeah, I'm Joey. I play Garrett Sunderwood, Gnome Druid. You know, it's uh, it really depends on the type of party that Garrett goes to, what his party trick will be. You know, there's big families in the Sunderwood. At kids' parties, he likes to pull out the uh, I got your nose trick to, like, his nephews and stuff. Classic. But with the, as a gnome with minor illusion, he makes it look like a real, like, disembodied nose. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Really freaks out the kids. He gets a little kick out of it. That's fucking hilarious. His uncles did it to him. That is decidedly less classic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if it's an adult party, you know, like like a tavern bar party, he'll be like, I can always get the bullseye on the dartboard. And so what he'll do is he'll cuff an actual dart and then minor illusion a dart that goes right into the bullseye. And then when he goes to retrieve it from the board, he uncuffs the real dart. Oh, damn. Man, I think that's the most disingenuous thing I've ever heard of Garrett doing. I mean, it's just a party trick. It's just it's just, uh, just like... Uh, That's not a party trick. That's just cheating. <laughs> He's not trying to gamble or anything. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think he does it like in a game of darts. He's like, ooh, look what I can do. I can hit the bullseye, right? Yeah, he's just uh, he's just showing off. He's like, look what I can do. The times that he's living in are hard for an amphibian. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> it's Scotch Hops. Hey, everybody. I'm Austin Petrie. I play Scotch Hops, the growing sorcerer bard. Before I answer my question, I just want to let everybody know I haven't been feeling great today. I've been throwing up. I've been just like and out of my ass. Like you just took a and filled up your and then just like both your cheeks with your That's what it sounds like every time I've sat on the toilet. He's looked like shit all day. And all of the listeners who just heard a long beep 
<laughs> uh, Austin just said some really gross stuff. But um, with that, Scotch Hops' uh, favorite party trick is to, uh, you guys have seen it before, you shape water and like shape water up into your butt and then he'll go stand in a crowd and go, huh? Uh, and act like he's going to sneeze. And then <laughs> right when the chew would come, he shoots all the water out of his butt. Oh, my <laughs> God. It's a huge gag. Everybody loves it. Straight out of his <laughs> cloacal vent. She'll pick your lock and kick you in the cock. Gotcha, Portobello. <laughs> yeah, I think that works. I, I sounded oh, too man. unsure about it. And I don't know if I can say it a, a, a different way. <laughs> <laughs> I think it flies. Hi, everyone. I'm Mary Jane. I play the illustrious Gotcha Portobello, the rogue inquisitive half-elf. And uh, in the past, her favorite party trick to do would just be to lick her elbow. She can get her tongue like a good five inches out of her mouth. She got that long tongue. Yeah, Gene Simmons style. But she uh, has actually thought of a new one with her fancy new pen, which is to bring one of the pieces of paper alive so that she can make a paper airplane and have it do tricks in the sky. But she hasn't been to a party yet. Leo, you got to set us up with a party. We got all these tricks now. Yeah. I want to show off my new tricks. Like Fireball. <laughs> he doesn't know how to vote, but he'll throw Jeeves off a boat. It's Will Willis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Will. And no, I don't. <laughs> hey, everybody. My name's Salem Martin. I play Will Willie Willis, Locks and Cleric of the Great Garbage Forge, Dumpster Mummy of the Cheeseburger in Paradise, and uh, Dumpster Diver of Everywhere Else uh, that have been. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Willie's go-to party trick. Uh, so other than the after party at Pathartican Idol, which I don't really remember much of, so stealing shrimp might be his party trick. Uh, <laughs> he's only been to really parties at the dump with uh, Gus and Gus. So yeah, so uh, the dump took care of an Italian uh, restaurant's just extra sauce. And uh, for some reason, they always made way too much. So there was just sauce around all the time. So anyway, uh, every birthday, I guess you can call us a party trick if you want to. Uh, he gets you know, a good trunk full of whatever sauce is around. And uh, sprays it on the back of the birthday boy's head. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Gus lives a charmed life. Both the Gus's get a good spray and a whatever sauce. And it's like when you when you dunk the Gatorade on the coach's yeah, head. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get it. They always know it's coming, and eventually they, you know, they learn to love it. Yeah. Both the Gus's are really sweet, so they let this, you know, mm. go on because <laughs> like they want him to have fun. They want him to have a tradition. Exactly. Hey, Austin. Yeah. I got a crit right here. Oh yeah. You can take it. You can leave it. Well, I've been taking crits all day, so what's one more? <laughs> Last time on Take a Crit. As the party escaped the Portobello Kingdom, Jeeves was found stowing away aboard Parmesan Romano. After interrogating Jeeves, Garrett received a call from Johnny Scamarelli. Johnny explained that, because of the bounty hunters scouring Pathertica, our heroes could not yet return to the city. Johnny offered to meet the gang at Jimmy Stuffett's Surf and Turf, a restaurant just outside the city. After donning some interesting disguises, they entered the tavern and found that they had beaten Johnny there. While they waited, Garrett used the tavern's stone book to find the number for Roberta Verich, the helpful RBI agent they encountered previously in the Snail District. Agent Verich traced the call and arrived just a few moments later. 
she heard out the party and claimed that she could help them if they can provide her with more evidence of Rasputin's crimes. She asked to see the portal in the Portobello Kingdom. However, since that portal had been closed, Garrett suggested she examine the portal diverting the river of the Sunderwood, as it is believed to be the work of Rasputin as well. Agent Verich told our players to meet her outside the Sunderwood and left. Shortly thereafter, Johnny arrived, and after the gang caught him up on the situation, he left, taking Jeeves back to the city to face Don Scamarelli. After meeting up with Agent Verich, our heroes entered the Sunderwood, finding it to be in quite pathetic condition. In the village, the party met Garrett's other mother, Susan Sunderwood, who was in very poor condition herself. She explained to Garrett that she bears a powerful curse and needs the flower of the Sunderwood to survive. The party ventured deep into the Sunderwood in search of the flower, and after a grueling battle against a tree blight, our heroes rescued Garrett's uncle, Pavilion Sunderwood, and learned that while they fought, Agent Verich rushed the flower back to the village to save Susan Sunderwood. Back at the village, as Susan began to recover, she gave Garrett some bad news. She explained that his mother, Carrie Sunderwood, had been dead for quite some time. As Garrett attempted to come to terms with this new information, he received a call from Johnny Scamarelli, who, with great sorrow in his heart, informed the party that Jeeves' life had been spared by the dawn. We rejoin our heroes in this solemn moment. Uh, well, anyway, uh, I, I know that you might not want to come here as much given that Jeeves is here now, but uh, I do think we found a way to uh, get you all back into the city. But uh, I don't think you're going to be able to uh, fly that tugboat around. So uh, how about y'all meet me at the Surf and Turf again and uh, we'll talk about the plan, okay? Why don't y'all just spend the night there and uh, I'll meet y'all at the bar first thing tomorrow morning. Sounds good. Yeah, works for us. Righteous. Garrett's going to spend the night uh, cross-legged out in the grass, ritual casting plant growth to sort of revitalize the area. It's not going to last without the water with the river still diverted. Um, but he's got to do that to try to put a band-aid on this gaping wound. And we've got to show Agent Verich that portal. Our heroes spend the night in the Sunderwood. And at the crack of dawn, Agent Verich awakens them and shakes Garrett out of his ritual casting. Bless us all, everyone. Oh, oh, what's up, Agent Verich? <laughs> hey, uh, I've really got to get to some stuff. Uh, seems like some things might be going down in the city, but I'm going to go ahead and go up to the portal. You said it's up the river, right? Follow the dry bed. You'll definitely see it. Okay, well, I think that once I get to that portal, I'll be able to decide whether you're telling the truth or whether you're lying. And from that point, I'll decide my course of action. Either way, I'll find you. Yeah, I mean, you've got a speaking stone number, so. Yeah, anyway, uh. Hope your mom's okay. I'll see y'all later. Appreciate it, Roberta. Is it cool if I call you Robbie? It's super not cool that you even call me Roberta. Okay, okay. I just thought, you know, we were, you know, getting getting to be mates. But that's all right. That's all right. Um, appreciate it, agent. Uh, we'll see you sometime. <laughs> all right. She leaves. Before she uh, gets out the door, Gotcha rolls over, uh, rubbing sleep from her eyes, and just shouts into the room, Is that Robbie? <laughs> <laughs> she just turns and keeps going. <laughs> so Garrett gets up from his ritual cast. You can see around some of the, like, dead plants and stuff have a little bit more life in them. There's some blooms, and the tree's got some leaves, but um, I think it's like a mile radius. I think you, 
as far as you can tell. Oh, really? It's pretty good. That's kind of dope. So the Sunderwood is looking a lot better. There's there's a lot more green in the plant life and some nice new flowers and grass and everything. It's looking a lot more lively. Nice. Well, Garrett gets up and goes inside to check on Pavilion and Susan Sunderwood. You walk into Susan's house. You see Pavilion sitting there with her. She's looking almost entirely healthy, completely different from how she did yesterday. She sees you come in, stands up, runs over and gives you a hug. She says, oh, Garrett, thank you so much. You, you saved my life, son. I'm uh, so glad you're feeling better. Yeah, I'm, you know, I, I'm appreciative of uh, Bobby getting you that flower. You know, that was really nice of her. Uh, who? Uh, oh, Agent Verge? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was that was very nice of her. Uh, I don't know how she got back so quickly, but anyway, um, so what are you going to do now, Garrett? Well, uh, I think we have business in the city. Um, we've got to sort of incognito get our way in there. I think we've got a we've got a friend of ours that's going to help us out with that. What are you and Pavilion going to do? Oh, Garrett, I I don't know what we're going to do, but uh, are you sure that you can't just leave this to someone else? This all sounds so dangerous, uh, Garrett. This you, you can't. These are the people who killed your mother, Garrett. Well, everyone else is leaving it to someone else. Someone else has got to be me this time. And also, you know, the rest of the people outside. <laughs> okay, Garrett. I can tell you made up your mind about this. But be careful. I'm afraid because of my curse, uh, I'm going to need to stay here. I need to try to find a few flowers before I return to the city to, you know, tide me over. Uh, I-, I might be able to get over there in a few days, but I can tell that you need to go now. Please be careful, son. I don't want to lose you, too. You won't. You and Pavilion stay safe. Uh, Godspeed. Pavilion still love ducks. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not sh- sure what you're talking about there, but uh, uh, yeah. We, we, we talked about it yesterday. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, I'm going to go see if I can give Gazebo a hand. Oh, oh yeah. How's Gazebo doing these days? Oh, um, you know what? I'll tell you later. Uh, okay. Oh, 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 sure. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him I said hi. <laughs> I will. Um. Yeah, keep mom safe. Uh, stay out of trouble, you two. <laughs> uh, but we've got to we've got to hit the road. Gold speed, Garrett. Uh, Maliki speed, Garrett. That's the one. <laughs> Parmesan. You two ready to head on back to the surfing turf, everybody? I'm ready for breakfast, and I get on there and just start drinking my marsala. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett Thorn whips his way on board with truffle clenched between his thighs. <laughs> That's quite a feat. I feel like Joey should roll for that. Should he? Yeah, give me an athletics check. <laughs> Got a four. <laughs> oh. As you attempt to thorn whip Spider-Man your way on board with truffle between your legs, you get like most of the way up and then just drop the fuck out of him. And he lands on his belly and squeals and is p- clearly pissed off. I'm so sorry, Truffle. You know what? Why don't you stay with mom uh, for a little while? Uh, I, I think she's going to need all the help she can get. Truffle runs over to Susan Sunderwood and sits by her and kind of gives you a look of determination like, I'll hold down the fort. Hey, Truffle, see if you can put in a good word with the Boar tribe. We might do some help later on. Truffle rubs his chin with his hoof and then gives you a nod. Our heroes load up into Parmesan Romano and head off back towards Jimmy Stuffett's Surfing Turf. After a while, our heroes arrive at the tavern, and as they do, they see Willie's trash car out in the parking lot. 
with Johnny leaning against it. Smoking a cigarette, looking real cool. Oh, yeah. Hey, listeners, cigarettes don't make you look cool. But they make Johnny look super fucking cool. Well, yeah, Johnny (laughs) specifically, but y'all aren't Johnny, and you don't have his leather jacket. Y'all aren't Johnny, and don't try to be. You never could be. Um, I'm going to go up to Johnny and scan him into my watch. (laughs) All right, uh, you scan Johnny into your watch, and he says, "Uh, oh, uh, what you got there, Garrett? That's a pretty fancy oh you you also dressed like a, a pretty cute little biker there <laughs> uh forgot to mention this yeah we, we didn't really bring it up a lot but all throughout you never like talked about changing out of it or anything so all throughout the entirety of last episode <laughs> uh willie was dressed like a mummy with a cobra nose gotcha was just looked like a dirty woman garrett was dressed like the biker from the village people yeah and scotch looked exactly like garrett (laughs) we didn't mean to but uh last episode was our halloween episode (laughs) yeah (laughs) we uh accidentally forgot to change uh garrett walks up to johnny and he says uh all right so um you said you got a plan for us. Um, I brought some costumes. You see that he holds up like a bunch of shitty masks and just like, you know, blankets to be like robes and stuff. And he's like, but uh, clearly, you know, someone must have told you all about the festival. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I don't necessarily have to go. Is this? Um, I want to deactivate my Omnitrix and then go get the William Shatner mask and like the fucking <laughs> dark blue jumper and like put that shit on. Oh my God. The jumpsuit. Okay. Full Halloween classic for Scotch. There's still a pile of costumes if anybody wants something else. Garrett grabs the face paint and the cat ears and starts putting whiskers on and um, he's going to be a sexy cat. Okay. Nice. Um, while Garrett's like looking in a little hand mirror, doing his whiskers and stuff, I kind of crawl around on the ground behind him and then stand up. <laughs> just real slowly. Oh, Jesus, Shatner! I told you never again. Joey, give me a wisdom save. You know I'm proficient and I got good wisdom, but I rolled a two. Oh. Um, with my bonuses, that's still only an eight. All right. So, Joey, you're frightened for one minute. Huh. Gotcha. Oh, are you gotcha? <laughs> no, it's me, Scotch. <laughs> oh, okay. <sighs> my heart's still racing. Jesus, I'm sweating a little bit. Fuck. Is there a Grim Reaper outfit? Yeah, sure. I'm going to put that on over my mummy outfit. Okay. Ooh. Doubling up. Stacking templates. <laughs> <laughs> a little 3-5 humor for you 3-5 you fans out there. Gotcha's going to use her disguise kit to uh, try and look like a realistic illithid like no no amateur hour shit all right what's an illithid like a mind flayer that's a 22 all right so if someone gets right up on you and like really looks at the costume they can tell that it's not real but like definitely from like 10 feet or further they're like oh shit that's a mind flayer hell yes johnny did not bring any of the stuff for that costume so because he's your disguise kit uh so when he turns around <laughs> he just sees a mind flayer and he's like oh shit got, uh, uh, a little hey, help dude, here where's, okay. oh where got you go did it get gotcha oh hey, gotcha got, got. hey 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 bud it's it's me i'm the i made it myself oh oh fuck don't don't scare me like that my fucking heart's racing oh god I'm sorry i just i had this handy it's what i went as like as a kid all the time well not quite a kid but 
you know, college days. Those tentacles are getting stanky at this point. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking impressive. Okay. God damn. All right. Well, yeah, let's go ahead and get on the road. We can talk on the way back to Pathetica a little more. Sounds like a plane. Our heroes load up in the trash car with Johnny as he drives them back towards the city. As our heroes ride along, Johnny says, uh, So I know all y'all are kind of new to Pathertica. Have uh, have any of y'all been to the Festival of the Hollow one before? No, what's that? Okay, well, uh, don't don't freak out at nothing, but uh, uh, tonight, uh, around midnight, uh, uh, an enormous... <laughs> <laughs> An enormous cosmic god from a time forgotten, uh, made of utter darkness, is going to appear in the sky above Pathertica. Fucking hot. Okay. We call him the Great Hollow One, and uh, it's because he's got a hollow pit inside him that used to be filled with the thoughts and prayers of all his followers. Uh, and he's just got this endless hunger that he's looking to fill with souls. So once a year, he appears above Pathertica, you know, hungry for all them souls. Oh my and- god, stop. A girl can only get so wet. this eldritch being sounds amazing he's showing up to to eat all the souls but but the thing you got to know about the uh the hollow one is that he loves costume contests (laughs) oh hell yes okay so if we put on enough costume contests he gets totally fucking distracted about the whole soul devouring thing has a great night and then he goes the fuck away okay But so here's the thing. Every district in Pathertica has to put on their own costume contest. And if it's not good enough, the hollow one won't be satisfied. And he'll consume the souls of everyone in that district. Okay. Huh. Fuck. So, you know, uh, it doesn't happen too often. But, you know, uh, every couple of years, yeah, I might lose a district or two. Uh, yeah, Pathertica is so fucking big, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> Nobody notices. <laughs> you know, so everybody's, you know, a little high strung, you know, kind of high stakes, but, you know, we try to have fun with it too. Yeah, you know. So, anyways, uh, everybody's in costume, everybody's getting ready. Uh, we're really trying to get some shit done before the festivities get going. You know, there's going to be a lot of people out tonight, but uh, it's really good timing that the festival happened to be today because we just found out where they're keeping gazebo. Fucking righteous. Perfect. Okay. We're planning a big attack on Razbatan and his forces, but uh, we need a little more info, and we want to bolster our forces a little bit. Uh, and also, uh, you know, not that, you know, we, we were waiting to rescue Gazebo or anything, but uh, we really do need him because we uh, we have like a five-person costume uh, with me, Kevin, Gus, him, and the Don, and uh, <laughs> we really need him for it. Okay, okay. Damn. Uh, Y'all might win this year. Uh, but so anyway, it uh, seems like they're keeping him in a uh, derelict studio in the Arts District, uh, somewhere uh, not too far from uh, the Pathurntic and Idol studio. Well, uh, we we know our way around there a little bit. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure I know the warehouse you're talking about. Oh, really? Oh. That's where uh, Razbatan and the Queen were fucking around in some trash. Yeah, actually, uh, scouts said that they were hauling a bunch of trash out of there and... Uh, uh, bringing some other stuff in. They weren't really sure what, but uh, it's where he's at. Um, so anyway, either y'all can try to sneak into there and get him the fuck out, or, uh, you know, we go in guns blazing. Uh, it's up to y'all. I think the more important question is, how do we kill the hollowed one? Oh, uh, I don't think we're capable of uh, killing this uh, ancient elder god. Uh, I think we just, you know put on the little costume contest and uh, he goes away like every year i think the uh the real question here is uh 
how do we seduce the hollow one? By winning the contest, probably. Yeah, definitely by having the best costume in the district. Like, I mean, he goes nuts for dope costumes. So, like, honestly, with what you got going on right now with this whole mind play thing, I think you got a shot, kid. Oh, shit. Oh, oh. Gotcha blushes like deep red. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can't see underneath all of the tentacles. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. We going in loud or quiet? I think quiet's probably good and then have, you know, some loud boys on call for if things get loud. It's not a bad idea. Uh, you know what? I think I just got a plan. Uh, we just got to stop by the shifty brick and uh, pick up our distraction. Righteous. Sounds good. Johnny speeds into Pathurntica. I'm so excited for a distraction. Pulling up to the shifty brick. And honking the horn. He then stands up in the buggy and yells, Come on, Jeeves, get your fucking ass out here. <laughs> you see Jeeves slowly shamble out of the bar, still dressed like a peasant. Gotcha jumps out from behind uh, where the door swung open and like sneaks up behind him. Oh, God. And spooks the fuck out of him. <laughs> hey, Jeeves, it's okay. It's, it, it's, it's just me. It's just Gotcha. Oh, no. Your brain's, your brain's staying inside of your skull oh, for now. Okay. Yeah, Jeeves, isn't that fucking crazy? Gotcha's been an illithid this whole time. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> it's just you all. That's slightly better than the Mind Flayer. <laughs> I want to sprint at him and hit him with my plastic scythe. <laughs> oh, 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 that hurt. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that it wasn't real, but that still hurt. Ouchie. And then I sneak up behind him and stab him with my metal knife. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't do that. Right, you should just stab him a little. Uh, I won't kill Jeeves yet. All right, sorry, Jeeves. You know it's all in good fun. It's you know the great Hollow One day. So, uh, uh-huh. what do you want, Johnny? Listen, Jeeves. Uh, we got ourselves a plan. Uh, we're gonna need you to come with us. You're a real important part of it. You're a pivotal part of this team, and nobody can do this job but you. Yeah, you're the distraction. Oh, uh, what distraction? Yeah, come on. Uh, shh, 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 Willie, shh, shh. I don't. Don't worry about it, Jeeves. Come on, get hop in the back. Willie's always distracted. Okay. Oh God. Jeeves slowly climbs into the back of the dune buggy and is not quite finished getting settled when Johnny speeds off, jostling him a little bit into his seat. <laughs> we won't have any problem getting into the arts district. Uh, we bribed the guards who are working the gate. Yeah. Oh, yep. There they are. He speeds through the gate to the arts district, waving to the two guards who stand aside, letting him through. Are they the same guards from before? Yep. I flip them off. (laughs) They seem pretty peeved about it, but they don't chase the car or anything. After a while, our heroes arrive outside the derelict studio, where Gotcha and Willie witnessed Queen Portobello and Rasputin's secret meeting after the Pathantican Idol party. So, here's the plan, Chiefs. You're gonna go up to those guards right up there, you see? See the ones out the door? Uh Uh-huh. And you're gonna go ahead and tell them that you're from the RBI and that you're here to investigate this place. Don't worry. Uh, we talked to Agent... Uh, uh, what's her name? Help me out, y'all. Uh, Verich. Bobby. Her name's Bobby. We talked to Agent Bobby, and uh, she said that, uh, you know, we're like all uh, deputized here. So so don't worry about it. You go ahead and you go tell them you mean business. Uh, okay, Johnny. Whatever you say. Jeeves goes over to the guards. You can't hear him, but you see him start to say something, and then they just start beating the shit out of him. Oh, no. Hey, Ah! that's not cool. 
Damn. Fuck, Johnny says, all right, that's exactly what I was hoping for. All right, while they're doing that, y'all try to slip in the back. Go, 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 go. All right. I don't feel good about this. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I don't feel great about it. While we're still in the car, Garrett goes ahead and uh, casts Pass Without Trace. Okay. Each creature you choose within 30 feet of you, including you, has a plus 10 bonus to dexterity stealth checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. Nice. Damn. A creature that receives this bonus leaves behind no tracks or other traces of its passage. In order to cast a spell, he like puts his fist on the middle of the car and he's like, all right, everybody, um, together now, mom's the word. Gotcha, puts her hand on. I put my sauce-covered hand on there. I'll put my little froggy paw on there. Same, make a constitution save. <laughs> yes. Everybody, make a constitution save. I thought it's just, you know, it's Same's like- Same's on the top. Okay. It's a stack. It's a stack of hands. I kind of turn my hand sideways and just okay. like wedge my fingers in between all the hands. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. I got a 13. Okay, I got a 16. I got a 13. All right, you're good. We're all just like a little bit transparent. You notice that like when you're stepping around, your feet are just like not making any sound. I'm just going to stomp around for a second. (laughs) Silent mosh pit, everybody. Whoa, this is so weird. (laughs) All right, let's go sneak in the back. Gotcha's going to go ahead and start moving. Yeah, Garrett's going to follow her trail. With my newfound uh, stealthy abilities, I'm going to like Naruto run up the side of the building and down under the door. (laughs) Okay. Just with my arms flapping behind me. Nice. Totally silent. (laughs) Our heroes sneak in the back only to find that the door is locked. Although they probably have like four solutions to that. Oh no. What are we going to do about this locked door? Gotcha. Yep. Thieves tools. That is an 18. That'll do it. Pop right through that door and enter into a small hallway. As before, you see that this hallway has a door that leads out to the studio floor as well as another door that leads to a staircase up to the catwalk. I think it's probably best to go up the catwalk and get a look at things. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll scope it out on the catwalk. Yeah. Gotcha starts walking up the steps. You start going up the steps to the catwalk, and it leads to another door. This door leads into what seems like a very odd room. It's just a very small room with another door. Huh. Can I make a investigation check just to see if there's any traps? Check for traps. You know what I'm saying? Check for traps. Check for traps. We're playing D&D. Got a six. No traps here, everybody. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, gotcha puts her hand on Garrett's shoulder and it's like, hey, boy, hold, hold on just one second. That's an 18. All right. So as Garrett is about to step into this small room, Gotcha stops him as she notices that the floor seems to be sort of disconnected in this section of room as though it could potentially be a trap door. Oh, goodness. These look like pressure plates or something. You see these tiles? Oh, that's fucked. Um, here, I've got an idea. Um, and I wild shape into a giant spider and start weaving a little um, a, a little bridge across the our catwalk area to the door opposite this small room. All right. Big spooky spider garret makes a big old web bridge over this trapped floor. The spider still has the fake cat ears on. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if Gotcha tries to walk over this web bridge, she's just going to get stuck in it. And that's the end of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Garrett eats us all. Um, uh, mm. Uh, Garrett gets back over to the other side and turns back into himself and says, all right, um, it's a little bit sticky. That's for sure. <laughs> but um, I've got my old biker's clothes, so I'm just going to start laying down. And that covers the first three feet. <laughs> what a gentleman. He's so tiny. Uh, Scotch Hops is just going to jump straight up onto the ceiling and walk across the ceiling to the door. All right. <laughs> and open it. All right. So as you open the door, 
you see that about halfway down the catwalk, there's a big supporting beam. And a little ways up off the catwalk, tied to that beam, is Gazebo Sunderwood. <gasps> he sees you all and says, Oh, oh Garrett. Oh, oh, Garrett. Oh, oh, see you. Shh. Oh, oh, so, sorry. the word. Sorry, sorry, Garrett. Oh, oh, oh God, will, will you come get these ropes off me, Garrett? They, they're digging into my, my love handles. Oh, something awful. <laughs> Gazebo, I've been tricked before. Are you Nasty Kyle? You have to tell me or it's entrapment. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not Nasty Kyle. It's me. It's me, Gary. Get me down. Oh. All right. Gotcha's going to come over and uh, start trying to hoist him up so we can untie him. As you start walking out onto the catwalk, you feel an enormous amount of force throw you off of the catwalk and down to the studio floor. <gasps> fucking rude the studio floor previously was unlit and you fall down into darkness you take i'm gonna actually cast feather fall okay oh thank you so you slowly fall down into the darkness and as you gently land on the floor the lights turn on and you see that all around you are the frog beasts of the springtail forest oh shit they're hooked up to strange machines with long tubes hooked up to the tops of their heads they seem to be sucking the liquid that these beasts expelled out of them and down below the studio. They're just milking these frogs? They're milking these frogs. They're trying to make an opiate for the masses, I fucking bet. They're going to put this in the water towers or something. Gotcha's going to knock an arrow and uh, just try and hit one of the tubes out, bust it up. You fire an arrow and it does hit the machine, but it just clangs off. And as it does, you see a sort of strange magical aura around where the arrow hit it well fuck i don't know i y'all i'm at a loss down here gazebo did you know about this i don't know what's what, what's going on he's not nasty kyle are you nest okay i'm just not sure if you're nasty kyle or not uh, i'm promised garrett um uh, I'm, I'm gazebo please remember in the sunderwood we always used to play play those games you know and we'd go, go deep in the woods and your mom she'd tell us not to go deep in the woods because it was dangerous so i don't know how to convince you garrett it's me Oh, please. Garrett, that sounded very vague in general. Yeah, what was the name of the game where we, um, you know, did minor illusion to make stuff look like stuff? Oh, it's Trictionary, Garrett. Oh, it's our favorite game. Oh, I love Trictionary. <laughs> okay, okay. It's a little bit better. What's your dad's name? Oh, Pavilion. Yeah, you know. Okay. Oh, come on, Garrett. Please, get me down. All right. And um, who did we rescue on the- Garrett, uh, please. This isn't 20 questions. It's a hostage situation. <laughs> get me down from here. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just wondering, who did we rescue from the island of Prateris? I, I don't fucking know. I wasn't there. I'll, I'll... Of course you wouldn't know. Okay, okay. That That's better. Okay, good. <laughs> Garrett steps out um, a little bit to sort of try to make a perception check to see what it was that got gotcha. It's got dang gutter 20. As you're stepping out, you don't see anything. The upper area of the studio is still very dark, so it's hard to see. But you do hear from the corner of the room sort of the rustling and clanging of metal. And just as you're walking out on the catwalk and you hear that sound, you hear another sound, like a thrown object whooshing very quickly and then you see the axe of the butterfly knight flying forward and i'm sorry joey but it splits gazebo's head in twain oh oh fuck. jesus christ Jeez. oh my god mr willis you've gone too fucking far this time garrett is then also thrown off of the catwalk ah! the butterfly knight flies over from the wall standing in the middle of the catwalk Staring down, Scotch and Willie, he says, 
I told you to stay on the island. Well, it's pretty obvious that we didn't listen. You're not my real dad. (laughs) The butterfly knight raises his hand and Scotch flies towards him, hovering just a few feet off the ground in front of him, immobilized. Oh, God. He says, I wasn't talking to you. He then throws you down off the side of the catwalk. I'm going to... Hit him with a feather fall again. (laughs) You fall softly down. Fuck you, old man. Oh, I'm just gonna burn your ass up. You want you want to eat some shit? How about how about this? And I'm gonna cast heat metal on his uh, breastplate. All right. Get him, Willie. Fuck that guy. You cast heat metal on his breastplate, and most of his armor is just glowing hot. You can hear the sizzling of flesh, but he doesn't flinch at all. He still just slowly walks towards you. God. He says, You think a little burn can stop me? You don't know anything about me. He's just slowly walking towards you. Is there anything else you want to do? I feel like this isn't going to help a whole lot, but I'm going to cast Wall of Fire. Oh, I want to do it parallel with the catwalk, just down the catwalk. You cast Wall of Fire along the catwalk, and still, without skipping a beat, he just slowly walks being burned both by his armor and the flames below him, continuing towards you. He raises his hand, and the axe buried in Gazebo's skull comes flying towards him, and he catches it. A regular Darth Vader Thor. Motherfucker. I'm going to cast Greater Invisibility on myself and start making my way to Gazebo, or Gazebo's body, I guess. Garrett raises his arms up in the sky and says, Stop right there, you motherfucker! And he casts Hold Person, DC 14. He passes, so you just futilely raise your arms and beg for him to stop, but he continues towards Willie. He's going to make an attack. Uh, Sam does a 29 hit. You know it does. Yeah, I know. And I'm not going to roll for damage because uh, this was a little little homebrew thing I gave him, but he attacks Willie and cuts off his hand. Oh, fuck. You just got fucking Luke Mm. Skywalker. (laughs) He stands over you and says... You understand nothing, Willie. God fucking damn it. What? Just the insurance is going to go up. Why would you do this? Fuck you, Dad. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Willie, I'm not your father. The butterfly knight takes off his helmet. I'm Kevin. What? 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 Kevin? Are you for real, Kevin? What are you doing here? Everybody loves Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Kevin. (laughs) Fuck, Kevin. I thought we were cool. (laughs) It's fucking Kevin. God. Oh, my God. Kevin, you killed my fucking cousin. Kevin then says, don't worry, Willie. It'll all make sense in a minute. He's going to make another attack. I'm assuming a 28 hits as well. Yeah, it hits. We just don't want it to. And Kevin decapitates Will Willie Willis. What the fuck? What the fuck? Jesus Christ. Kevin, you absolute bastard. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you like or subscribe on whatever podcatcher you found us on. Don't forget to tell all your friends. If you share a link to our episodes on Facebook or Twitter with hashtag take a crate, we'll shout you out here at the end of the episode. That's people like our good friends, Courtney Moses, Carol Hartsog, hi mom, and John Chafin. You can find John on TikTok at Drunkest Batman. He's the TikTok you gotta be taking at and talking to. And also our good friend Andy, friend of the show, host of Notable Nostalgia. This show is produced entirely by the cast. 
Leo's our lead editor, sound effect engineer, and cover art designer. I, Joey, compose the score and mix the final cut, thanks to Noah Swanson for writing our intro and outro theme. We're part of the Big Door Prize podcast network, so make sure you check out the other shows on there like Notable Nostalgia and Dungeons and Decades. Episodes now come out every other Tuesday, so check back October 26th for episode 22. See you next time. All right, now we're going to take a minute. Everybody be quiet. Okay. Everybody don't say a fucking word. If you say something, we got to start over. All right. You dumb motherfucks ready? <laughs> I had my headphones off. What did he say? <laughs> we start out each of these episodes with more on Garrett Sunderwood. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. As you know, Garrett's 44 and... Okay, yeah, maybe we scrapped this bit because I, I ran out of steam fast. We're, we're, we scrap, no, okay. we're going to scrap the part where you just go from <laughs> 60 to zero for sure. But. <laughs> <laughs> and today's question is, what's your go-to party trick? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> the weariness in your eyes as you realize that we've all got to have crimes. <laughs> First up. Yeah, one of Garrett's two mothers, uh, Carrie Sunderwood, is deceased. One down, one to go. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> what? Jesus. Sunderwood. Jesus. Gnome Druid. Leo. So. I, I did want to point out, uh, Queen Portobello was there at the party at the same time as Carrie Sunderwood. So nasty Kyle can fucking clone himself. Jesus That's Christ! So it stands crazy. to it stands to reason that nasty Kyle can clone himself, and that everyone in Patherntica is in fact nasty Kyle. That's what I was oh just. God, thinking. I can't believe I fucking trusted Johnny. What a piece of God shit! Damn. And little Gus, that was just nasty Kyle too. Fucking gazebo. <laughs> I want a sentient evil greatsword, and I, he doesn't know, but I'll ask him like, "Is this nasty Kyle?" And he'll be like, "Yes." Got another nasty Kyle. That's the third today. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Yeah, I will. And no, I don't. But opposite. You know, switch those. Yeah, it'll be fine in post. (laughs) It doesn't work when we do that because if I switch those around, it's going to sound like you go, no, No, I I don't. don't. And And yeah, I will. Hi, everybody. I'm Salem Martin. I play Will Willie Willis, Loxodon Cleric of the Great Garbage Forge. (laughs) Um... Worshipper of the Waste, lover uh, of litter. You sound good today, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Gargler of garbage. Yeah, so Willie, uh, his favorite Fucking rude! Is to um, cut off his trunk you. and eat it, and then he can grow <laughs> oh, like a gecko. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> he has to eat that's the whole canon thing, now. though, in one, in one bite. Oh, God. I guess I'm really good at it, so I get an yeah. advantage. And, and like, it doesn't, it, it, I, I, I'm sorry, I misspoke. I said it regrows like a gecko. That's not accurate. You know, gecko like regrows slowly, gradually, like normally. <laughs> it's much more like Piccolo, where yeah. the oh, trunk okay. shoots out in a bloody goosh. God, I love when Piccolo regrows his trunk. Yeah, <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah, I've seen on that on certain websites. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you later, you little shit. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, see, when you talk to me like that, it makes me think we're friends. Like, I could just call you Bobby or something. Yeah, but, but we're not. We're Garrett. not. Okay, we're not. 
Okay. Well, you aren't you calling me Mr. Sunderwood? Well, we'll just think about that. <laughs> Stay out of trouble, you two. <laughs> oh, Gazebo's uh, mom's dead, too. You can tell him that if you want. Oh, uh. Great. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> up about it, buddy. We're gonna learn this snake some Jesus if it's the last thing that we do. We hit him with a Bible and with a bloody wooden shoe. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> We're gonna suck out all the venom, put our lips up to the fang. Oh, God. <laughs> then we'll feed him tiny crackers. Ooh, it's gonna bang. You take. 380 damage. You take 380 damage. Fuck. No. Bye, gotcha. They're trying to make an opiate for the masses, I fucking bet. They're going to put this in the water towers or something. They're going to make the frogs gay. <laughs> They're going to make the fucking frogs gay. <laughs> look at look at this shit that's on the ground. That's a chemtrail right there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that's going to oh make the God. fucking frogs gay. Kevin, who's going to blast my taint now? <laughs>